Faith and Fame with A.V. and my special guest, my homie, my brother, Gene Moore Jr. What up, man? Motown Gospel Rising Stars, what they call it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would not be moved. Yes, sir. This brand new single that is out. This single is great. First of all, let me tell you that. You know, I don't fluff with you. Yeah. You know, we've been boys for a minute. So with this brand new single, it is awesome. Thank you, brother. And I know you enlisted BJ, the Chicago kid on this particular project. And why the title won't be moved? I know it plays off of, you know, an old uh, protest anthem, I Should Not Be Moved. But why this particular title? Uh, you know, when I was talking with BJ, I told him that I wanted this record, uh, everything on this record to be faith driven okay. and to give people some kind of hope. And so I didn't tell him, you know, how to write it. I just gave him an idea. And so when I got the track from Sed Smith, I want to give a shout out to Sed Smith. He's an awesome producer here in Houston. And uh, we were, me and Sed, we were thinking about who was going to write to the track. And so, you know, that's very important because you can have a dope track, right. but you can have whack lyrics. Mm -hmm. And so I said, when I heard the track, yo, BJ would kill this, man. So we got the track. I called BJ up. I sent him the track. In about two weeks, he turned it around, sent it back to me lyrics melody and everything played it back me and said we loved it and then we were like yep this is the one now when i saw the the video of it i yeah. said to me this is a different gene moore jr but to my yeah. understanding is you say this is the norm for you yeah it's very much the norm uh you know i tell everybody all the time that i'm a country boy yeah you know and so you got when, the hats in yeah, the yeah 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 <laughs> so when when i was talking with the label and and they were communicating you know my vibes and my ideas to the director want to give a shout out to Derek blanks in atlanta who directed the video okay uh they were just saying you know gene is a country boy so some kind of way let's try to connect the country uh, ness quote unquote <laughs> with the urban ness right. and so you know that's when they had me on the side of the road hitchhiking jumping on the tailgate of the dude's truck you know i had the cowboy hat on and the boots and and if you notice at the beginning of the track it starts out with like an old dirty mm -hmm. guitar sound like a, some kind of country and western movie and then all of a sudden the 808 drops right. you know so yeah. uh that's how we merged the two together and i'm yeah. happy about it now this is going to be the sophomore project at yeah. first uh, like I call it, the introduction to the world, first project entitled The Future for You. Yeah. How have you seen yourself uh, maturate or grow in this particular process from the future to now with Won't Be Moved? Well, the first record was really kind of like um, figuring it out. You okay. know, I'm trying to figure out what direction I want to go. The, the uh, label is trying to figure out what they want to do with me. Mm -hmm. And so it was really just like a uh, I don't want to call it an experiment but okay. in a way it kind of was you yeah. know yeah. Uh, the freshman CD is always the introduction just to kind of create awareness but this time around uh, I was very intentional and I said that I wanted every song to uh, encompass some level of faith mm -hmm. and so uh, that's when I came up with uh, Won't Be Moved uh, and I'm, I don't mean I man you right, know what I'm right. trying to yeah. say hey, that's when we came up with Won't Be Moved and some of the other songs that you're going to hear uh, Jason Nelson wrote a song a beautiful song song called uh, We Ask for Rain, which is talking about expectancy. Then, you know, myself and Dion Kipping and Dana Saray, we wrote another song called uh, Take Care. So, you know, you're going to hear some of those songs, but every single song is encompassing some level of faith. And the reason why I was uh, 
so passionate about spreading that message of faith is just because of the things that I had to encounter mm-hmm. uh, in the last two years between the first record and the second record. You know, uh, I don't you know, I'm going to try to make this real quick. Yeah. But, you know, I was dealing with a lot of opposition. I was dealing with a lot of things that were coming uh, against me. And I was in a position where I just said, God, what is going on? Right. You know, and I didn't understand why I felt like life was just coming at me, you know, like a ton of bricks. And I just recently got married. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, well, how am I going to take care of a wife and and this is happening and that's happening and and then you know god reminded me of of um you know joseph in the bible and you know joseph had so many dreams and he saw himself doing great things but then his circumstances were contrary to that well when he was in the pit it was in that pit where he learned a lot and he was able to uh uh, uh, be trained, you know, and 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 learn how to be developed for what God uh, was ultimately going to uh, set him up to be. Right. So, you know, I just had to look at it that way. Yeah, I mean, when you think about it, for everybody that you know don't really understand our history, we began working together back in the late nineties. I met you. He's the son of a pastor, so I met you at your dad's church while hosting a concert with Donnie McClurkin and CC Winans. And Gene came up to me and was like, "Hey, man, I'm Pastor Son," and I was like, "I didn't know you." You <laughs> and it was like I thought I knew your, your, your pastor had a daughter. I didn't know he had a son. Yeah, and yeah. then a couple of years later, we began working on a radio show together, doing an afternoon drive together. And you always talked about music and singing back then. That was the late nineties, right? And so here we are, 2019 now. But of course, the the previous project, what 2017, I mm-hmm. think it was. Yeah. And now some 18 years later. Yeah. And so I know the the ebb and flow, the ups and downs, the frustration, the expectation. Yeah. How did you man, maintain your, your your sanity in that and waiting some almost 20 years? How did I maintain my sanity? Well, A.V., I didn't always maintain my sanity, <laughs> if I just be honest. Because that's a long time, that, man. Yeah, it's a yeah. very long time. Uh, you know, there were times where I was angry with God, and okay. then there were times where I um, was even— I mean, you as a pastor's son, you yeah. were angry with God. Yeah, absolutely. Because people say, well, you can't be angry with God. Yeah, yeah. But I it's mean, a reality. It is a reality. Um, I was angry with him, and then I was questioning my, my own self, you know, wondering, well, am I in the right field? Am I doing something wrong? Wrong. Why is it always popping off for everybody else and it's not popping off for me? But uh, not to sound repetitive, but going back to Joseph, mm-hmm. you know, Joseph was a king already, even before he got in the seat. He was already a king because that's what God uh, predestined him to do. But before he had to take the seat of the king, he had to get trained. Well, right. he never had formal training until he got in the pit. And it's crazy how God sets things up because he actually got trained and mm-hmm. learned how to administrate and delegate and communicate over the other prisoners. Why? While he was in prison. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And you think about it and for people that don't understand your training process for you, you know, you were able to tour with Kurt Franklin, uh, Kim Burrell. You were able to. uh, And of course, you just recently came off tour with India Irie. Yeah. And those were just training grounds for you as a background singer. But you had the opportunity to sit Mm -hmm. on some big stages and see not only what it was going to be like for you, but Mm -hmm. how to handle yourself in those situations. Uh, I'm going to give you a funny story. When I was singing with Kirk Franklin, I remember uh, the venue that we were at and the air condition was out. And I remember that the sound was really like going in and out wow. and I could see the frustration on his face. Mm-hmm. But when he went out in front of the people, he had to think quick on his feet. He had to just jump on the keyboard, even though the uh, the other 
instruments weren't working. He had to just jump on the on the keyboard and just do things himself and try to get the crowd to sing with him. And he had to keep his game face on. The point that I'm making is that as a professional, as an artist, yes, even as a gospel artist, you have to know how to push through. Right. And if I didn't learn anything else, I learned that you have to learn how to push through. Even if they sit and they looking at yeah, you crazy, man. you know, it looked like they ain't responding to you. You yeah. just got to keep pushing through. Yeah. And for you, what was it like being with India Ari? Because she swears by you. I mean, she <laughs> she's giving you opportunity. Of course, when she's on tour, she pulls you to the front. You know, you're doing yeah. your thing. And she's not intimidated by your success or your gift. She's pushing and promoting you forward. So what was that like for you? It's really funny because she's become like a mentor to me. Okay. And so I playfully call her my coach. Yeah. And she playfully calls me her pastor. pastor. You know, yes. and, and I don't go into the situation <laughs> trying to hold up a Bible or trying to preach or nothing <laughs> like that, but it's like the Bible says, just let your light shine. And so uh, she respects me. Um, she respects my position, you know, in, in Christ and, and what I stand for. And so she just started calling me pastor. But anyway, uh, she has really... Uh, poured into me, giving me a lot of wisdom nuggets, mm -hmm. uh, and, and she has nothing to gain from it. And that's what I really respect so much about her. She has nothing to gain, but she's been pouring into me wisdom nuggets. Every time we go out, she's telling the crowd about my old CD and telling right. them that I'm working on a new CD, telling them, you know, follow him. And I mean, as a result of that, my followers on Instagram hiked up my old CD sales. And that record, that first record is old, but yeah. the old CD sales started hiking up, you know. Sales. So, yeah. I mean, she's really been a blessing. Yeah. I appreciate her. Yeah. Talk yeah. about your dad, you know, uh, Pastor Gene A. Moore Sr. He was a uh, definitely mentored me and I had the opportunity to sit under him from years so I could go on and on and on and you know how I feel about your dad but it's different when it's coming from you because your mom and your dad they have just been pushing you and supportive of you and watching you grow and develop and allowing you to grow into the person that God has you to be today but talk about the impact of your father on you well, my dad is a faith man. Mm -hmm. You know, his entire ministry, the bane of his existence is all about faith. Yeah. And um, I've watched my dad go through so much adversity mm -hmm. and he continues to still stand. And so one of the main one of the many things that I've learned from my father is just to hold on to God and, and just to believe, yeah. you know. Uh, I really can't even expand more than that because yeah. everything that he does is faith, 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 faith. Yeah. You know, my dad is my hero. Yeah, man. Yeah. I love him. You know that. And, of course, as you mentioned earlier, you got married December 2018. You left me out here in a single life. We've been boys forever. <laughs> been, I thought we were going to be single forever like bad boys for life. But that's a whole other story. We're talking yeah. about your wife, man. I know you guys had a, a unique dating process that you put it to the test. Yeah. Like if uh, this, we're going to do it like this. If it works, we're going to succeed. Talk about that. Yeah. So my wife and I, uh, prior to getting married, we've known each other for years and we would always go through periods in life where we would be in touch, get out of touch. And mm -hmm. when we got out of touch, it was never anything negative. It, you know, it was just life transitions. And so we would lose touch, get back in touch. And so uh, one day I randomly called her up and I said, you know what? We've been doing this way too long it must be something here yeah so let's just go on a date and so uh, we went on a date that one date turned into another and another and another but before we got too deep we said you know what well, let's try this out for about about two months to see if we really really want to do this okay. and if we don't want to do this then we can agree to just part ways and just be friends yeah. you know so that month turned into another and another and another and finally uh we realized that we were both falling in love 
And um, the rest is history. Yeah, man. man. <laughs> you had a great. You had like an all-star lineup at your wedding. Of course, you talked about Jason Nelson, who I thought, man, I was like, man, Jason is singing the heck out of this song. Yeah, which killing don't have it. to be a single, but I mean, it was just the perfect combination <laughs> yeah. of music that you. Had. It was like an all-star wedding. You had like eighty people in your, your wedding. Party. <laughs> the longest wedding in history. That uh, I was part of. But, yo, like, yeah. we we were looking at photos, and and I told my wife, I said, man, look at me and the groomsmen. We looking like the man's choir yes indeed. like when, when you look at everybody i was like yo we looking like the man's choir but see the thing is we know so many people, people yeah you know and we didn't want to leave anybody yeah. out man and so. nobody wanted to be left out you know everybody yeah. wanted to participate and we had a lot of fun being a part of the wedding party so yeah. when you're you know around good people and you see two people that genuinely love each other it's just that whole momentum moving forward for you guys i know it's going to be a great impact so you definitely won't be moved yeah and this new single that you have is hot when is the full project coming out full project comes out August the 23rd and okay. uh, as far as the single you can get it anywhere music is sold so I'm just encouraging everybody to go out and purchase the CD I know we're in a streaming age right mm-hmm. now and you can just listen to it for free but uh, please support Kingdom Music uh, won't be moved anywhere music is sold and then pre-order for my album information will be out pretty soon Motown's Gospel Rising Star they call him my buddy my friend Gene Moore Jr. I appreciate you man thank you man love you brother and I appreciate you having me love you too it's Faith and Fame with A I won't be moved.